you got cooking? How about cooking something up with me? Let's stir it up, boys. Welcome to the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. A weekly excursion into the fine art of preparing the world's most popular recipes under an open sky and an open flame. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the old grill sergeant, Randy Haynes. We received a really nice note this past week from Tony Thomas, owner of the Grill Guys. And he complimented us on the fact that this show is about more than just outdoor cooking. In Tony's words, and I'm quoting directly from his note here, I am an unapologetic Texan, born and raised. Me too, Tony. And to me, your show is as much about Texas as it is about grilling, or fishing, or hunting, or tailgating, or even politics. You know, Tony, you couldn't have paid us a bigger compliment. We have always taken great pride in being more than just the single subject show. You know, the kind of shows we've grown accustomed to hearing on talk radio stations on the weekends. Yeah, we talk about all the things Tony mentioned, but a whole lot more. Like sports, pop culture, even the weather. Because, let's face it, the weather can seriously impact our enjoyment of outdoor cooking, right? And so it is with the greatest sadness that we need to address the weather tragedy that took place just this last weekend. Right next door to Texas in the great state of Louisiana, Hurricane Ida just ravaged one of the greatest cities in the world for food, New Orleans. You know, Texas and Louisiana are more than just next-door neighbors, much more. Uh, Texas and Louisiana are kindred spirits, historically, and food, too. As my old buddy Jim Bob Jumpback used to say on the Hudson and Harrigan show, a Cajun will deep fat fry a rock and a Texan will eat it. <laughs> Never was that proven more dramatically true in our family than when we spent a short vacation together in New Orleans. It was earlier this summer. We visited the World War II Museum and we ate some of the finest deep fat fried rocks. <laughs> Plus a few other Louisiana delicacies. And we had a grand old time. Oh, me, oh, my, yes, as Justin Wilson used to say. That's why it's such a tragedy what happened last weekend, right after the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show was on the air. Hurricane Ida slammed into the Gulf Coast with 150-mile-an-hour winds, and more than one million homes and businesses were left without power, including the entire city of New Orleans. It's kind of hard to conceive. Of course, power line crews were loaded for bear. They were literally sitting in their trucks just outside the forecast cone, ready to roll directly into the disaster zone and start the process of restoring the power. We here in Houston, we know exactly how the people of New Orleans feel. Both cities have endured their fair share of debilitating hurricanes over the years. And we know what it's like to have the entire city go dark in a matter of hours. August and September are the hottest months of the year, and people in other parts of the country simply don't understand how humid and miserable it can be without air conditioning. And certainly, I'm old enough to remember life before AC, and some of you are too, but we've all become accustomed to having cool air come out of the vents of virtually every building in town, haven't we? So it just ain't the same as it was back in the 40s and 50s, even the 60s. 
people have acclimated to AC, and many older people, yes, people my age, many older people are not physically capable of handling the heat. That means many of the elderly in New Orleans are just trying to survive right now, and I don't mean trying to find food and potable water, though that's undoubtedly a big problem too. No, many of the older citizens of New Orleans are in real danger of dying from heat prostration and dehydration, so they need all the help they can get. And that's why so many energy companies in Texas sent work crews to southwest Louisiana, you know, to wait for the passage of the storm so they could drive straight into southeast Louisiana and then make every effort to get the power back up and running in the worst hit areas. And make no mistake, this is not a one-way street. Louisiana power crews did the same thing when Houston was swamped, literally, by Hurricane Harvey a few years ago. Remember the Cajun Navy, all those Louisiana people who brought their P-Rows and bass boats over to help evacuate people from their flooded homes? Yeah, I ran into several of them. They were some of the nicest, most friendly people, and they just wanted to do anything they could to rescue people that they'd never met before. I heard lots of stories about Houstonians who tried to pay those folks for saving them, but I couldn't find one instance where the Cajuns accepted money. That's just the love of Christ at work right there. I'm sure not all of them were Christians. Some of them were just concerned neighbors, saw a need, provided a helping hand. And it's time for us to return the favor. It's not all that difficult to find a way to do your part either. So I thought I'd take some time to list some of the many ways you can do a good deed. Kroger has established a relief drive at many of their stores all over Houston. You can donate a bag of non-perishable, ready-to-eat food for as little as six bucks right there at the checkout stand. My old and dear friend Mattress Mac of Gallery Furniture is going to send about 30 trucks over to Louisiana full of supplies. Just call the store find out how you can contribute. The Houston Food Bank, they're asking for volunteers. They want to build disaster boxes. And obviously, the Houston Food Bank is uniquely positioned to handle this kind of crisis. Contact them at houstonfoodbank.org slash volunteer and you can get involved. Covenant House Houston is taking in 60 kids and young adults from Covenant House NOLA, but they desperately need things like cots, personal hygiene kits, you know, toothbrushes, toothpaste, deodorant, combs, brushes, nail clippers, soap, shampoo, and conditioner. Plus, they need N95 masks, along with monetary donations. And virtually every Houston area church, synagogue, and mosque has a program in place to raise funds and collect supplies. The Houston Fire Department even had a team standing by, you know, kind of like the power crews. They've been in New Orleans ever since early Monday. But we shouldn't overlook much bigger and more well-established relief organizations like the American Red Cross. The Red Cross is always around to give aid to people during a disaster like this, so you can simply make a monetary donation at redcross.org, or you can also donate much-needed blood. They even have a designated website for donating blood, redcrossblood.org. Crowdsource is another easy way to give. Their website is crowdsourcerescue.com. It'll take less than five minutes to make a big difference in somebody's life. And there are two local nonprofits that specialize in crisis relief, the Outreach Program and Christian Community Youth Prevention. They're sending supplies to Louisiana, too. They need water, flashlights, food storage bags or containers, paper towels, paper plates, cups and utensils, non-perishable food items, pet food and supplies, baby items, yeah, diapers, wipes, formula, baby food. They have a designated 
designated drop-off location from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at 9605 Mesa Drive, and it'll be open until Sunday at the least. So there are plenty of ways to pay back our neighbors to the east for what they did for us during Hurricane Harvey. And all of this is a good reminder for all of us that we're only one major storm away from being homeless ourselves, or maybe even just without electricity during the hottest time of the year. You know, when Katrina hit exactly 16 years earlier to the day, over 100,000 of our neighbors fled New Orleans and took refuge in the Astrodome and some of the other major arenas around town, and many of them never went back to Louisiana because they found our people and our town and our economy too good to leave. That speaks volumes about the helpful and welcoming attitude of Houston and Houstonians. And to be honest, I've never been prouder of being a Texan. So take the time to make the effort to change the fortunes of a neighbor. Do something that will not only make you feel good, but it'll also make our world a better place. Heck, if you got the time, just drive over there and say, we're from Texas and we're here to help. And may God bless you as much as he's already blessed me today. And speaking of today, today on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, we're going to visit with an old friend who also has a very close walk with God, Chef Jimmy Graves of Tie-Dye Chef Catering. Jimmy is one of the most dedicated believers I've ever had the privilege to know. And he extends his faith in Jesus to his cooking through several different concerns in and around our great city. He'll fill us in on some of those efforts. But I'm also going to ask him to share some of his incredible ideas for preparing fantastic meals that any of us can cook at home. I mean, you don't have to be a culinary genius to do this kind of stuff. <laughs> and proof of that lies in the fact that even I can do it. So don't doubt me when I say this, okay? And while you're at it, keep an eye on the Gulf, because it's hurricane season, and the weather outside could get frightful at any moment. You know, it didn't take long for Ida to go from a tropical depression to a Cat 5 hurricane, so we need to stay prepared. But we promise we won't sing much, and we won't let the weather stop us from enjoying good food in the great outdoors. Hey, that's what the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show is all about. And we're here to help. If your barbecue's gone up in smoke and your cooking reputation is at stake, stick around. The Old Grill Sergeant will be right back with more ideas and advice to make your next cookout sizzle. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door, with a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media, and my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. 
We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run, and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like, never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Life is simple. Eat, sleep, grill. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hames. We're happy to welcome back our dear friend and our brother in Christ, it's Chef Jimmy Graves. How you doing, buddy? I'm I'm blessed and highly favored. Today's been a great day, and I, I've missed being on the show. Well, we're glad to have you back. We understand you're on the Texas City Dyke right now. Is that right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting at about the mile and a half mark, and I'm overlooking the beautiful Texas City Dyke and watching three Quaker parrots. What? Forge for food. Yeah, three three green Quaker parrots are out here. Wow, you'll see just about anything on the on the Texas City Dyke, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, it, we have lots of new listeners, Jimmy. It's been a while since you've been on the show, so let's start out by having you introduce yourself to the audience. Where were you born, reared, go to school, all that kind of stuff? Okay. 
Well, um, my name is Chef Jimmy, and and I've been a chef for over, um, I hate to say it, but over thirty years. I'm um, I'm getting older and up there in in age. I was born and raised in San Diego by a single mother, and we had to learn to cook at home because my mom worked and went to school. And for many years, I cooked at home and, and learned to cook at home. And um, then I moved. I moved back. I moved to Texas for the very first time. Started working at a little restaurant called Two Flags Cafe as a dishwasher. That was in Alvin, right? Yeah, that was in Alvin, Texas. And we had the cook not show up. So I got to be the chef for three days, not knowing what I was doing at all. But it, it, was, a, it was a Chinese and American buffet. Oh, boy. And I had to run the American side of the buffet. Go figure. <laughs> but then you found yourself in Chicago. How in the world did you get to Chicago? Well, my, my father moved from Texas to Chicago, and, and I ended up staying there much longer than he did. He was there for about five years. And, you know, I moved out when I was about 16 on my own. So um, I was in Chicago at 16 on my own and working in restaurants. I've run, run some uh, real small places, do some bigger places out there. It, it was the, the food is just amazing. The, you know, the, the chefs out there are amazing. You know, my, when my father moved away, I, like, I, I decided that was my home for a long time. I lived there for about 20 years. Wow. And, and, you know, like I said, I just, I, I, I loved working out there. One of, you know, one of my favorite places I worked at was a place called Oak Street Beach Huh. And it was a, it was a restaurant in the Gold Coast, but it was on what, what Chicago called the beach, which is the lake, of course, Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. And, and we were just steps away from the, you know, from the water there. Right. And, and it was, it was, it was a just fabulous place. We had anything from hot dogs to lobster tails every day of the week. Wow. Well, you told us it was about this time that you started thinking, well, I want to run my own kitchen. And I remember you even saying that you thought at the time, boy, if I could do this, it'd be easy street. Did that turn out to be true? (laughs) I'll tell you this. uh, I I thought cooking was going to be the easiest thing in the world. I mean, it seems easy. It looks easy on the shows that we watch, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, I would say in about my third year of running places on my own, I can say, I truly understand why chef Ramsey gets so mad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've had people do things and, and just in kitchens that, you know, it's like they have no common sense, it seems like. <laughs> I, I have no common sense outside the kitchen, but that's another story altogether. <laughs> Somewhere along the way, tie-dye chef catering came along. So tell us how that happened. Yes. Um, well, I started I, you know, I started working in Chicago at, at restaurants and running restaurants. And, and at, at one point, I just got to the point where I kind of wanted to do some things on my own. So I started catering and, and, and at the time I, I had a company called tie-dye chef catering because I've, I've always loved, you know, the, the tie-dye look and I've, you know, I've loved the freestyle life and I wanted to make real food for real people. And I didn't want the pretentiousness of, you know, the chefs because we're, we're all a little pretentious of course, but I mean, you know, we can choose how we, how we act towards people. And I, and I thought that, that would be a great way to do it was with the tie-dye because it just brings people's gardens down. So do you wear tie-dyed t-shirts when you cater events? 
Um, I, I had a, I had a, the, the tie dye chef pants huh. and I generally wore a black top because I mean, I happen to stain white ones really. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you see a resurgence in big events or are people still in more of that lockdown mode during the pandemic? It, it's still kind of a lockdown mode. Um, I mean, I was blessed. I got a call from a, a message from a friend of mine, Gardy Garcia, who's on KHA radio that he needed to pass my number along to a, a summer camp. Houston project is, is who it was project Houston. And they do a summer camp in Dickinson. And, and we got to do the last and the first, I believe two camps that they did this year, which was pretty neat. We, we were doing 320 meals a day for four days straight. And that's, you know, and that's been, uh, uh, th those are big, of course, but that's only because it was a camp. They had a hundred, hundred kids, the bigger parties, you know, I've got one coming up in October for about 150, but we're seeing more parties of 40, 50, 60 people where they're not as big. That, that, that's what I'm seeing. And then of course, with the COVID still on the rise, there's been a lot of different events that have been canceled, which is you know, never good anything. Well, Chef Jimmy also teaches cooking classes. Started this several years ago. Talk about that for a few minutes. Well, we've been we, you know, my wife and I. It's it's a ministry that we do. We do a. It's called Kids Cooking Club, and we teach kids to cook. And we've had we've had as many as two kids at a class to sixty kids at a class, which is like herding cats. <laughs> we teach them. The, <laughs> We, we teach them the basics. We teach them how to, you know, we teach them knife safety. We teach them, you know, cleanliness. We teach them how to make, we've done meatballs, um, pita pizzas, sandwiches. I mean, we, it just, we teach them how to enjoy life in the kitchen, you know, because I remember as a kid growing up, any party that happened at the house, everybody migrated to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And that was always what made the house a home, in my opinion. Yeah. And Chef Jimmy is a dedicated follower of Jesus. We share that devotion here on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. So tell us how you came to know Christ, Jimmy. Well, um, you know, for many years, I, I lived which I, I lived a, a lifestyle that I thought was the right way to live. I drank, I ran around, I stayed out late. And I, I neglected a lot of things that I should know. And for many years, I just, I, I lived and thought that was the right way. And, um, one night I, I, I fell and bumped my head. And the next morning when I woke up, I, I had a cut on my head and I looked around and I, I didn't realize where I fell. I couldn't find out what I did or what happened. Didn't remember. And I was mad at God for it. And I yelled at him because I, you know, I had friends talking about him and I've heard other things, of course, always known him. My mother was a Christian, but, uh, I finally yelled at him you want this, you, this is who you want. And I told him, take it. Yeah, I'm all yours. And it was as if my alcohol cravings were lifted right then and there. Hmm. And, and it's going it kind of scared me a little bit because I mean, I was like, uh Oh, wait, this, this guy might be real, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then I, you know, and then I found a, you know, I had friends introduce me to a beautiful church, the fellowship here in Texas city with my pastor, Kevin Heron and, and the Bishop, you know, Dilbert Heron, it's a, it's a family ran church. And, and they, they literally tell you to come as you are. And, you know, when I first went, I'm thinking they didn't mean that, but they do. They, you know, if you're in shorts and a t-shirt, they don't care. If you're in a suit, they don't care. They want you to come and experience God. 
That's amazing, and it's also amazing that I have a story very similar to that one, Jimmy, but we don't have time to talk about that right now. I mean, we could go on and on about our faith here on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Oh, yeah. And who knows? Maybe we will. I don't know. <laughs> but time is running a little short here in this first segment. So I want to take a break. But when we come back, not only do I want to talk about food and fun like we always do, but I also want to hear about you becoming a chef ambassador for the Samson Top Fired Broiler. Do we need to start calling you Mr. Ambassador now, Jimmy? Uh, no, not at all. But once I get this, <laughs> I already know that I'm going to put a lot of food in through it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's coming up next. Can you stick around, Jimmy? Of course I can. Stay patient. Dinner will be ready right after the smoke alarm goes off. Randy will be right back with more smoke and hot tips for you and your old plane right after this short break. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, a electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original All Spas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant, all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door, with a wide variety variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Hi friends, Randy Hames to tell you about Cellular and Satellite. Cellular and Satellite are specialists in wireless data plans for businesses. Because they buy in large quantities, Cellular and Satellite can give you a data plan on the same provider you're using today, but at a lower cost. Cellular and Satellite can also combine the two largest wireless providers into a single data plan. Two carriers with better coverage, but only one invoice to pay. If your workforce is international, Cellular and Satellite offers a global data SIM with fixed pricing in over 200 countries. You'll never have to pay international roaming charges again with Cellular and Satellite. And they can handle all your wireless data needs whether you need 10 or 10,000 data SIMs. So if you're an IT professional, mobility manager, or business owner, save money and increase your network availability by letting Cellular and Satellite simplify your wireless life. 
Call Cellular and Satellite today, 832-551-1000, or go to CellularAndSatellite.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sea on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Stand back. We've got our grill on. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hayes. Our guest today is Chef Jimmy Graves of Tie-Dye Chef Catering. Thanks for hanging out with us, old friend. Not a problem. It's always a pleasure to be on your show. We talked about your restaurant resume and your catering background, tie-dye, chef catering. We even mentioned your cooking classes, but we didn't mention the Bay Area Entertainer. That's an entertainment guide that Jimmy owns. Tell us about it. Well, the Bay Area Entertainer is a, it's an online publication. We had started uh, eight years ago. And we, when we first came out, we were, we were in print, but I just watched the numbers not get picked up like I like. So we ended up going to a 100% digital platform. We, uh, every Sunday, we share about 35 different churches that stream online. Wow. And we share the good news of Galveston County. Cool. We try not to share any, any of the police chases or anything bad. I mean, there's enough of that in the world that we've decided to just share the good news. And so how do we get a copy of the Bay Area Entertainer? Well, it's, it's, on, it's online at www.bayareaentertainer.com. And then you can find us on Facebook at Bay Area Entertainer. Please like us. Um, we, we, love, we love when people like us and we get to share great news with them. And we mentioned earlier that you have been slated to be the chief ambassador for the Samson Top Fired Broiler. What's that all about? Well, I don't know if I'll be the chief one because uh, I do know a, a friend of mine, Cutter Brewer, has done it as well. But um, I didn't know Cutter was doing this. I was online and, and one of the ads on Facebook came up for this. It's an outdoor grill. It, it heats up to 1,600 degrees, which I'm not going to need that much. But um, <laughs> it's all handmade in Beaumont, Texas. It's forged there, made in Texas. Oh yeah! And when I saw it, I I I, I want it. I want it for my. It's an out. It's a hundred percent for the outdoors. Well, that's what we're all about. And I reached out to the owners and and talked to the owner and and he mentioned that he wanted to give me one to try out for a, for a while and do some recipes and some different. You know, of course, we're gonna be we're gonna be cooking once it gets in my backyard. Um, you know, and it's great for seafood steaks vegetables, all kinds of good stuff you can do on this thing. So uh, how do we find out more about that, Jimmy? Well, if you go to Samson Outdoor on Facebook, and they have 
several videos and they have, uh, like I said, Carter Brewer's done a couple of videos. He, you know, he's a chef that lives here in Texas that was on, um, one of the, one of the chef Ramsey's, I think it was, you know, one of the chef Ramsey shows and they've got the demonstrations and, and soon I'll have videos up on the their Facebook wall as well. So you're going to be a TV star, are you, Jimmy? Well, I don't know so much a TV star. I've done a few videos for our, our local library for the kids because, you know, we talked about the, the kids' cooking classes. We haven't been able to do them because of the COVID, but I've done a few videos for, for the, uh, the library here with cooking classes that are on my page as well. Well, there is no sense in talking to an accomplished chef like Jimmy Graves without getting some cool ideas about grilling in the backyard or even cooking indoors in the kitchen. So let's do that for a few minutes. Chef Jimmy is also an avid outdoorsman. That includes fishing. So we know you're a big fan of our friends over at Boyd's One Stop, right? Oh, I love Boyd's. Boyd's is, uh, you know, it, it's so great. To, I live about seven blocks from Boyd's, so I'm able to go there at any time and, and and every time I'm on this show, I make sure I drive down the dike and sit and watch, you know, watch watch the water as I talk. Boyd's One Stop is the live shrimp capital of Texas, so let's get one of your favorite recipes for jumbo shrimp. I'm just going to let you improvise. Go, Jimmy. Well, what I'm what I what one of the ones I love doing right now is I'm doing um, a jerk shrimp, mm. and I've got a 16 spice recipe that I use. And, you know, that it's a jerk sauce that I use that, that I've been told is really good. I have uh, several people that just, I mean, they really do love it. But it, it starts, and, and it, I'm going off my head right now, but it, and if you need measurements, you can email me at jimmyadman at gmail.com, and I'll send you a complete recipe. Cool. But what goes in it is soy sauce, olive oil. I do sugar, cloves, cinnamon cardamom, star anise, cilantro, green onion. I'm trying to think what I'm missing. I know I'm missing a few things. We do some scotch bonnet or habanero peppers, <laughs> of course. And I believe that's it. But, uh, you know, you take your shrimp, of course, devein them. And what I do is I like to marinate them overnight. Now, I always make enough of the sauce because, you know, your marinade's not going to be good after you take the shrimp out, so you throw that away. Um, skewer your, your shrimp and you can, you can bake them or do them on the outdoor grill or very soon do them on the Samson outdoor grill. Yeah. And, and then of course, like I said, I always keep a little extra of the marinade separate and, and it just, it's so good. It's just, it's, it's so fresh and it's, it's something that, you know, you can raise the heat level to your expectation with the scotch bonnets. And that's one of my favorite dishes right now. Redfish has become a delicacy on the Gulf Coast, but it wasn't always that way. What do you think made redfish so popular so fast? I'm not sure. I All I know is uh, it is a great fish. I mean, grilled, broiled, fried. I've had it as tacos. Um, I, I think it's just maybe what made it so popular is the abundance, and, and that it's a great fish, of course. So let's talk turkey, or in this case, redfish, I guess. <laughs> right. What's a good recipe for redfish, Jimmy? Um, I, I like a blackened redfish. Um, you can get a, you know, blackening seasoning. You know, they, they have them over the counter, which are, I mean, there's several that are really good. Uh, Paul Perdomes is one that I try to, I try to look for. Um, of course, Tony Chattery is another good one. 
And then what I do is I like to, after I blacken the fish, I like to add a black bean corn relish to it. Mm. And the recipe for that is just, it's a can of black beans, a can of corn that you rinse off. I put a red onion, some cilantro, a little bit of balsamic vinegar and a little bit of oil and toss it. And it just, it really brings out the, it, it highlights the spice with the, with the vinegar, with the balsamic vinegar. Well, we don't want to ignore other kinds of dishes, you know, like beef or chicken or pork. Uh, so let's get your ideas for a good steak. What's your favorite cut of steak, Jimmy? My favorite cut of steak is a New York strip. So how do you like to grill it? Um, I, what, what I do is I marinate it. And in the marinade, I, I, I just do a little bit of red, red wine vinegar, olive oil, fresh garlic, of course, um, salt, pepper, and then... I like to use a little bit of fajita seasoning in with it. Ah. And it, you know, it just brings it out a little differently. And then of course, after cooking it, a pat of butter never hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Butter never hurts. No, no, no. (laughs) And we shouldn't leave out the other white meat, pork. How do you like to prepare, say, pork chops? Um, Pork chops, I I love them fried. I I love them fried. I've I've done them blackened. but my favorite has got to be smothered and baked with, you know, just with a lot of onions on top of them and, and slow baked in the oven. And chicken is also great on the grill, but there's a thousand different ways to do chicken. What's your personal favorite, Jimmy? Uh, my personal favorite is I, I, I use a, you know, it's going to sound funny, but I just use like a wishbone uh, dressing and I, I'll marinate the chicken overnight, a chicken breast overnight and, and slow cook it on the grill. It keeps it moist, juicy. You know, then also I, I do the, the chicken breast. I'll do the split. I'll split the chicken breast and do the, the jerk sauce that I gave you the recipe for as well. And that makes the chicken really good. And you can find all those cuts of meat at our sponsor, the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is their middle name. This has been Chef Jimmy Graves of Tie-Dye Chef Catering. Tell us how to get in touch with you to book Tie-Dye Chef Catering for our next event. Well, the, the best way is to call me directly and I'll, I will answer the phone. Uh, my cell phone number is 409-916-2970, or you can email me at Jimmy, J-I-M-M-Y, A is an Apple, D is in David, man at gmail.com. Is that the best way to book your cooking classes too? Um, yes, it is. Well, that's easy. And we, and we do do private parties. And where can we find a copy of the Bay Area Entertainer? Um, that that's going to be online at, at bayareaentertainer.com or you can find us on Facebook under Bay Area Entertainer. God bless you, my friend, or I guess Mr. Ambassador. <clears throat> <laughs> Thanks for giving us some of your valuable time on the weekend, Jimmy. It's, it's always a pleasure to be on your show. Life is short. Grill while you can. Randy will be right back with more food and fun after this break. Randy Haynes here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. 
At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media. And my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door with a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. May the forks be with you. This is the Boyd's Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now here's the guy who turns all the grills on, Randy Hames. If you're faint of heart, you should stand back. I'm telling you, 
The positive energy this man throws off will send your eyebrows. <laughs> He's my old radio buddy from our days as Hudson and Harrigan, Fred Olson. Hey, brother, it's good to hear from you. Hey, how are you? Well, I'm doing good. See, last week you mentioned how Pollyanna you were. I am. So I looked it up, and the exact definition of Pollyanna is a person characterized by irrepressible optimism and a tendency to find good in everything. Now, I think you do try to find good in everything, but I would not call you an irrepressible optimist. As a matter of fact, I think you're, you're downright reasonable. Oh, really? I'm, I'm, I'm repressible. <laughs> and the older I get, the more repressible I become. <laughs> so in keeping with that more realistic approach to things, how do you view this latest decision about the Texans keeping Deshaun Watson on the active roster? It, it makes all the sense in the world. He's going to make $10.45 just to sit around, okay? But if you put him on the, uh, the exempt list, that puts him further into limbo, right? Uh-huh. So when he sits on the bench, $10.45 million isn't that much anymore, really. Nope. And after taxes, after he pays the millionaire's tax plus 39% plus gives uh, uh, Spencer all that money to defend him, he's he can only be sitting on about four and a half to $5 million. That's all. <laughs> and that's, that's, I'm kidding. Of course, it's a lot of money. Of course you are. And the latest rumor is that, you know, it could be Miami and Drew Rosenhaus. I was reading an article this morning. Of course, he's the agent of agents. He's not Sean's agent, but he said he could be playing there in week one. And I'm going, really? Mm. And so we'll see. I think it's just, they're going to spend the money anyway. And on the exempt list, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have him, you know, but you give up a roster spot. That's what I don't get. But, but then again, it makes sense because we're tanking this year. So when you and I texted back and forth about this earlier this past week, I said that I'd heard more than one so-called football expert say that the team or the teams, it might be more than one, uh, the teams that are really interested in Watson are trying to lowball the Texans and that Casario would rather carry him on the roster and play chicken with him to get a better deal. What do you think? Sure. I, I think, I think, it, I think it's smart. It's the best thing he can do right now. And, uh, but here's the thing is we lose a roster spot, but if you're a tanking team, just think about this. Okay. Our third round pick this year, we took a, a college quarterback who'd had 11 starts, 11 Yep. as a, as a third round pick. Now he might be the nicest guy in the world, probably, you know, has an IQ of 130, but <laughs> the point is his experience is, is so limited. Um, but, and you think. Is this what a team does? Is trying to really rebuild now or trying to win games? And a third round pick, wouldn't you pick a defensive, somebody on defense, somebody in the backfield or, or a defensive back or something like that? But, you know, let's face it. If the more games we win, it lowers our possibilities of getting the quarterback of our dreams or whatever they're going to shoot for next year. And think of last year. I mean, yeah, teams, Jacksonville was one in 15. True. And uh, let's see, the Jets had won four. Uh, with the Falcons, with so a lot of a lot of really bad teams, so for us to tank is, you know, probably the smartest thing to do, and keep Deshaun on the roster and just kind of struggle through the year and churn everybody again next year. Well, again, the so-called experts yeah. seem to think that the absolute minimum that the Texans are going to take in return for Watson are two first-round draft picks and two second-round draft picks. I think that's a little on the low side. But on the other hand, those teams that want Watson want some consideration for the possibility 
that Watson may not be able to play this year. He might not ever play again. Sure. I mean, if he winds up in criminal court, he could go to prison for so many years that his NFL career might be over altogether. What's your take on that? So his next year, uh, when he his contract would kick in, which they would assume was is going to be like thirty three, thirty four million. I could be low. I can't remember the number. So that's a huge hit for someone to take for a guy who can't play, right? Yeah. I mean, that'll put you way into cap hell, um, cap space hell. So uh, I've heard, I saw something this morning. They want three first rounders, three second rounders, or uh, some defensive players that are really good. And But he's generational. You know, Deshaun is that good. He sure is. And uh, so I, it's, it's kind of fun. It maybe makes me want to watch the team <laughs> and watch football just to see all the drama unfold. It is, uh, this is soap opera for football fans. Meanwhile, the Texans actually played a football game last weekend, <laughs> and I'll admit that Tom Brady did kind of carve them up pretty good after that first three and out, but overall, I thought our guys did a pretty decent job. After all, those were the Super Bowl champs. How do you feel? Well, I think that once we start playing against first team all the time, it's gonna, we're going really, to really see where we are. But yeah, the, 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 again, the energy of these guys is fun to watch because... You see them come off the sidelines, and they used to all go kind of sit and talk with each other. Now they're they're high fiving, they're talking. It seems like you know they're 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 trying to have a team. And again, Lovey's just fun to watch. He's just so calm. And David Cully is always looking at the ceiling, going, "What now? I don't want what what." <laughs> but uh, and and of course, and what I, I love is the announcers. You know, who are obviously homers, man. They they they're they're basically told, "Help us sell tickets," right? And they're going on about how Cully's the guy. He's just got all this great energy, and these guys are on the right track. And personally, if we win one game this season, I would really be excited. One game? Well, uh, now the Jaguars were not a bad team last year. They won one game. And we have, what, who's our backup? Davis Mills? Yep. We uh, we have, uh, somebody's going to figure out how to carve up this, this uh, our defensive backfield that's just just my and i'm, I'm looking at what everybody says what the odds makers say because where, where there's money there is sometimes some wisdom <laughs> i think they're calling for the texans to lose all 17 Ooh, I'm, I, I can't go that far <laughs> no, no game this weekend but urban myers coming to town and he's bringing trevor lawrence with him <laughs> what, what do you think's going to happen well that kid is he's good and he's used to pressure good grief um, he's kind of fun to watch. He's got a heck of an arm. I think that, uh, if we hit him a few times, it'll change everything, but that's true with any quarterback. <laughs> that's true with Tom Brady. If you can just get next to the guy, but you can't seem to hit him in time. Uh, so it'll be fun. The kid will have jitters. And so will we, and I'm looking forward to it. I just want to, I just want to see some football and college is kicking off too, which I'm excited about. Well, I find it interesting that we're going to have two rookie NFL head coaches on the sidelines. One of them has never been a head coach on any level, and that alone should make opening day a little more interesting. How about you? You think you'll be nervous? I do. Yeah, I'll be nervous. (laughs) This could be his first and last head coaching job. Sure. Because when you start churning players, you probably start, you know. But it'll be interesting to see what Urban Meyer's team does because – the knock on him is he, you know, trying to do a, a college coaching thing in a, at the NFL level, but uh, they may just put it all together this year. I don't know. I, that's the great thing about it is I don't know any more than the next guy. Uh, and these pundits and these experts don't know. It's like you always have a plan until you get hit in the mouth, right? 
Well, we'll have another week to think about it and discuss it. But I want to talk about your Ninja Foodie for a few minutes. Sure. When did you guys get this? Uh, after our uh, our uh, pressure cooker blew up, we bought, <laughs> uh, bought that. I hope there were no major injuries. <laughs> no, but there was grease all over the kitchen in a fine spray. Oh. Yeah, that, that was... Uh, that was it. <laughs> but you said your wife loves it. My wife loves ours. But what are some things you've cooked in it? So far, not a lot. Uh, she's uh, we do bone broth because we had a, we had a cow. We had the bones from a wagyu calf, which are just great. And uh, she's bone broth with it as a pressure cooker. It's brilliant. I'm going to cook something. Uh, I'm gonna actually going to try some some ribs in it uh-huh. uh, this weekend. So I will let you know how that turns out for the Labor Day weekend. Well, I've put in a request for air-fried chicken. Oh, that's good. And my wife says she'll do that, but so far, I'm still singing, love that chicken for Popeyes. <laughs> but, but, but you got to admit, it's better than Urban Meyer's coming to town, right? <laughs> yeah, but the, the air-fried chicken is, is easy. I just uh, take thighs, dip it in a little bit of egg wash, and put on some, uh, some uh, I don't know, some breadcrumbs, Italian breadcrumbs or panko breadcrumbs, and then uh, salt and pepper, put it in the air fryer for about 20 minutes, flip it after 10, and you got some awesome, awesome chicken that doesn't have all the uh, cholesterol, so you don't need a bowl of Lipitor with dinner. <laughs> well, I think I have effectively given a whole new meaning to the words tone deaf. What? So <laughs> let's give the audience a break and call it a day. I love you, pal. Give my best to that ninja foodie chef you called your wife. We'll talk again next week, okay? You got it. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Send us your burning questions and favorite recipes in a private message on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Cooking Show, or visit our website, theoutdoorcookingshow.com. Join us next week for more tasty food and fun over a red-hot grill on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. How's about cooking something up with me?